Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Gurmil Magath, Fui Shin. Now, the countdown is on to next Friday's two referendums to change our constitution. One of these is about family and is being referred to as the Family Amendment. In this amendment, there is one vote for two proposed changes. The 39th Amendment proposes to amend Article 41.1.1 to insert the words whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. It also proposes the deletion of the words on which the family is founded from Article 41.3.1. To debate this uh, proposed amendment, I'm joined by Eamon Ryan, Minister for Transport, Climate and Environment and Communications and leader of the Green Party, and by Michael McNamara, Independent TD for Clare. I'm going to begin by asking each guest to outline why they're advocating for a yes or a no vote. You have up to two minutes uh, each and we're going to start with the government representative, Minister Eamon Ryan, who's calling for a change to the constitution. Yes, to modernise and improve our constitution, to express our values, to express the reality in Irish society today that there are huge numbers, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of families who are there not through marriage, but through the very circumstances that they set up and have a manage and live within and celebrate their family. And be that a single parent or be that a couple that may have been cohabiting, raising children for many years, but haven't done that accompanied by married vows, they are just as important. They're just as significant. And it's important that our constitution reflects that reality and that we value them just as much as those who are in marriage. And it doesn't in any way diminish or restore or take away the value of marriage or the support for or the recognition of marriage and the protection of it. But it does broaden the definition of family. And I think that is appropriate. That's why people should be voting yes to this amendment on the 8th of March next. Okay, Minister Eamon Ryan, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Michael McNamara, why a no vote? Um, Because I think uh, at best the proposed changes will be meaningless. They won't add any additional protection or benefit to anybody. And at worst, they introduce confusion and uncertainty to the law and confusion and uncertainty is to be avoided in the law where possible. Um, The idea of what a durable relationship is is confusing. It's not defined. Uh, the government were given the opportunity to say that it would be durable relationship as defined by law so that the Oireachtas could define it. They declined that. I heard the Taoiseach on RT television today saying that of course we'd be able to define it in law but we won't. It will be for the courts to define what it means and if we don't like the definition uh, there will be no way to change it in the Dáil other, or in the Oireachtas. The only way to change it will be another referendum. So I think it will introduce uncertainty without bringing any benefits because because the Constitution, contrary to what some people are claiming, already provides considerable protections for everybody individually and collectively that are in a family. OK, thank you very much indeed for that. Let me start with one of the uh, the main points of discussion in this particular referendum debate that we've had so far, uh, Minister Eamon Ryan. Just today, the second largest farming organisation in the state, the ICMSA, wants the government to clarify what a durable relationship means ahead of the referendum. Can you define it for them? Durable relationship, in my understanding, is long-lasting, stable, 
something that is not just temporary or very or just uh, very recent. It is something that has been consistent and is part of that family's system and structure for many years. It is right for the courts to decide exactly that because there are a variety of different relationships and circumstances and I don't think constitution should be so prescriptive. It's not to, to, there to do the job of either the courts or the legislature in terms of setting out in absolute precise detail the exact circumstance of every family. So I think they are appropriate words. Government spent obviously a long time thinking how do we give the right amount of responsibility to the courts but at the same time give the flexibility so that we can be in- inclusive and not exclude a variety of different relationships. Do you take issue with that definition then, Michael McNamara? Well, I say it simply does, I don't know what it will mean. I mean, how long, how stable? I mean, we had the chair of the referendum commission saying that it could be perhaps proof of that could be receiving Christmas cards together. So, I mean, that's a very different idea to somebody who's lived together all of their life and we don't know what it will be. I mean, the point of a marriage is you freely enter into a marriage. You know you're entering into a marriage. You choose to do so. You may find yourself in a durable relationship as defined by the courts without realising uh, you were in one. Uh, uh, the Taoiseach was on RT uh, television this afternoon on his own. Um, there was nobody from the other side. I presume that will be addressed. But um, he said that he said it's it's a concept in EU law. But Roderick O'Gorman, uh, the minister's colleague, when he was introducing this in the Dáil, said it would be a different definition to EU law. So what will it be? Nobody knows, and the the, the okay, will not be able to, to determine. Can, can you define how long, how stable is a durable relation? No, that is something that our law works as Michael is more than anyone else, where you build up case law and precedents, and it is. In in this instance, I believe it is correct for us to rely on our independent court system to look at that. And that that is what their best place to do. If we were trying to define that in the Constitution, we would get into real technical details, which a Constitution is not there to to do. It's there to set clear values and clear um, constitutional rights that we might want to provide. So what do you say to the ICMSA who are saying today that farmers are contacting them about the referendum, expressing concern about the lack of a definition of durable relationships and the government's failure to provide such a definition to voters. And they uh, also mentioned succession rights, for example, that there might be an ambiguity there because of this lack of definition. What do you say? I don't believe there will any impact on succession rights. I heard the chair of the Referendum Commission being asked that question on, on I think it was this year, one of the RT radio shows uh, last week. And I think she very clearly and independently said it, it the referendum uh, or uh, voting yes here wouldn't impact on inheritance rights rights or succession rights. So I don't believe that fear would, would actually turn out to be based in any, to, to have any reality. What else is uh, your concern then in relation to this, Michael? First of all, I, I, I don't accept that there's that certainty that it won't surround because the um, uh, surround succession rights because the Chief Justice in a recent decision, O'Mara, which basically found that a discrimination between a family which was founded not founded on marriage and a family that was founded on marriage for the purpose of um, uh, uh, widow's contributory pension that that discrimination was unlawful. So I mean that proves that there's already a great degree of protection. But, but the he, he said it's right to leave it to the superior courts to define well, what it is. I, no, I, 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 no I think that's completely wrong because the superior courts will define what it is when two people who are in disagreement end up in court. Now they will end up in court because it's the superior courts they'll have to have a solicitor, a junior counsel, a senior counsel. Now maybe many of Eamon's constituents have the financial wherewithal to go to the High Court, the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court to determine what their rights are. But many of my constituents don't have that uh, don't have that degree of largesse and would expect that something as important as this would be clearly defined for them and would be clearly defined for them by 
TDs and senators that are elected to do so. But the this the way this has been done is to take that power away from the Dáil, away from the Senate oh, and hand it to the courts. Well, just first, I think we should be careful here. A referendum is, is up to the citizens. That's when we as citizens decide. I don't think scoring party political points are kind of insinuating oh. one one con- constituent is different from another. Every constituent is 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 the is sovereign in this. And every very few have every the individual money has the to right. go to the superior who, who, courts. Who's also sovereign in this case, who we also have to think of, is, as I said, the hundreds of thousands of Irish families who are not recognised in the Constitution currently. And the failure to vote, the voting no in this Constitution would be saying to them, sorry, you don't count. We don't include you in our definition of families and we're not going to recognise that within the Constitution. You accept that, Michael McNamara, that by voting no, you keep those families from being recognised in the Constitution? I, I, I don't because... All people in Ireland enjoy protections in the Constitution and all people in all families in Ireland enjoy protections. So there, are, are, diff- there are, are there protections that provide okay, let me different degrees that. of protection. Uh, is there a protection in the Constitution for the type of family that the Minister mentions, the one-parent family? Well, people who are in a one-parent family, they, both people in that one-parent family enjoy rights that they can go, but if they, necessary, individually, to court, you mean? and collectively. So where is a collective? Uh, where well, are, Article 42 uh, prov- arguably provides a, a, a collective arguably. right to some... No, well, it does. I has mean, that it's, been held? It's been, it, it has been found to do so, but Article 42 around uh, education, parents' uh, decision-making, the, 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 the family being the... Um, the, uh, the 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 d- determining the education, the moral education that the children will have. So there there are rights already recognised in can, the constitution. Can I but there is a difference in the constitution. Yeah. I accept between uh, a family founded on marriage and a family that isn't founded on marriage. But that doesn't mean that any discrimination between the two is acceptable. In fact, the courts have found to the contrary very recently uh, in the O'Mara decision. And this and voting yes backs up that decision. It actually modernises the constitution to reflect that decision. It takes the it it actually avoids us having to go to court in that regard. It avoids someone having to take the case to take the expensive legal route that you mentioned earlier on. This actually recognises that decision and puts into our constitution the key implication of it that we treat every family equally. And I think the Irish people are going to vote yes for that on the eighth of March. Well, I think it will introduce huge uncertainty around what is a family because we can't you can't define what a durable relationship is your definition is different to Roderick O'Gorman's definition to the definition that the Taoiseach set out on a different RTE channel this afternoon when he said it'll be the same as in EU law Roderick O'Gorman said it won't so we don't know what it will be and introducing uncertainty is never okay. good can I, can I bring in another element which is tangential I suppose H- how Minister um will the constitution or the state guard with special care the institution of marriage if it affords an undefined durable relationship the same status? Because going back to what I was saying earlier on, it will not be interfering in any of the inheritance or other rights that do come from marital or other situations at this present time. So it's not going to amend or change the existing powers or the existing provisions that are given to protect marriage in our state. But uh, just to be clear, are, are we? Uh, is a proposal saying it will be the same, a durable relationship and the uh, family based on marriage? And if so... How do you guard with special care the institution of marriage? 
the, the marriage, as I said, where in Irish law or where in the Irish constitution has rights, that will not change. But it will also provide, in other aspects of Irish law, and the law is complex this in terms of the various implications, that it will recognise where we're supporting families, and that's what the wording is changing in relation to, that there we will treat everyone equally. It will not in any way diminish those who are married, but it does will accord the same rights to those who are in durable relationships. What's wrong with that, Michael? Well, on the one hand, Eamon is saying that all families will be treated the same. Every married couple will be treated the same as an unmarried uh, couple who, who are uh, in a durable relationship and they'll be treated the same. And on the other hand, he's saying that there will continue to be a, a difference. The Taoiseach explicitly told me in the doll when I asked that it will be still possible to, to discriminate against in favour of married couples and against unmarried couples. So that is not this... Um, utopia that Eamon is sort of pointing out that everybody will be equal before the law because they they won't. So, I mean, what I'm struggling to understand is what exactly this referendum will change other than introducing uncertainty, other than introducing this concept which is not defined, which the Oireachtas haven't been allowed to define and won't be allowed to definitively define. It'll be for the courts to define as to what constitutes a durable relationship which will found a family in exactly the same way as a marriage. Okay. Uh, Can I ask you uh, both one question uh, uh, to finish off with? And it connects, I suppose, the two referendums. The care referendum uh, proposal is that the state recognises that the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. Now, if both referendums are passed, Minister, will the state be recognising the provision of care by members of a family and a durable relationship? That will be up to the executive. The executive... Well, sorry, it's up to the people of Ireland... They have to elect their representatives to Dáil Éireann and the representatives of Dáil Éireann then have to elect a Taoiseach and a government who through budgets define exactly how we will strive to support such caring work. And you, that, it's in that instance the courts can't do it and in that instance as well I don't believe we could can write a constitution that actually goes down to the every single specific area in how you provide okay, but the, the Minister Jennifer Carl McNeil told me last week um, when we discussed the care referendum that that provision related to the nuclear family. So is, could it be expanded to durable that, relationships that as well? That provision provides for the care in all families, and that's why it's important how we definition families. Mm-hmm. It re- relates, in my mind, to care and how we raise our children, how we look after older people, and in my mind especially, how we care for people with disability within our families. And it's that caring role in families, which is often forgotten about, which never really counts, which isn't in any official budget. That's why we need to vote yes on the care referendum as well, because that referendum values the caring work done in every home. And it's up to the Oireachtas and the government to decide how it then strives to support that. Okay, Uh, I'm told you both have equal time, so we'll leave the debate on the referendum uh, there, if that's okay. Uh, Michael McNamara, thank you very much indeed. Minister Eamon Ryan, I'm going to hold on to you for a second. We'll draw a line under the debate there, as we say, um, because I want to ask you one or two questions on other matters, Mm. if that's okay. Um, Just in relation to the current controversy uh, surrounding your colleague, Minister Minister, uh, the Green Minister, Catherine Martin, the Media Minister and RTE, um, she did an interview, uh, interview in primetime last Thursday, which has been well discussed, as you know. Uh, she said she called you uh, as one of the coalition leaders to discuss what she was going to say. Mm. Um, 
were you aware of the substance of what she was going to say on primetime? I was aware of the concern. I was aware of the concern she'd had of the events that happened, unfortunately, in that week, and the lack of uh, clarity in terms of uh, uh, the issue of of the severance payments and who was aware of that. Um, the it was so. Yes, I was. Um, there were further developments even between that time, with roughly about seven seven thirty, and the program show, because I think in that interim period, the that issue of. Uh, uh, the the issue about uh, knowing uh, or did did was the board involved that the media themselves were asking questions about it so there was, it changed even between that phone call did, and did the final you, did you know or not if the board had approved the uh, exit payments I knew she was able to inform me Catherine that they had but that she hadn't been informed of that mm-hmm. and uh, was the expression of confidence or not in Shunyarala discussed during your conversation with Catherine Martin no at all times I should say, make this clear the relationship government has had with Shunyarala or Catherine particularly but I met her myself in, uh, on one lengthy occasion to to, uh, to share her thoughts or listen to her thoughts on, on the future of RTE and at every instance government had real confidence Shunyarala was doing a good job but there was a real difficulty and a real problem that the issue that the remuneration committee had approved those exit packages Mm -hmm. but that was not informed to government and not in a series of occasions last week when that opportunity was provided wasn't clarified that was a significant difficulty for the government. So as an experienced politician then and Minister you knew uh, when you were talking to Catherine Martin that uh, the question of confidence in Junior Rally would be raised. No, I think it wasn't finally resolved until that until one o'clock that you, evening. You didn't June suspect resigned. that that might be a question. Of course, I suspected it was a possibility, what, but there was, was nothing it discussed. Certain. Yes, there was there was a whole a variety of, of possibilities possibilities discussed. Okay, but there was what, no what did you say in relation evening. if that question is asked? Well, I, I would repeat what I said here, Shun. In my mind, no, sorry. What did you say to Catherine Martin in relation to if that question is asked about confidence in Shuni Rally? I don't think we actually considered whether that question would be asked in our conversation. Um, was it effectively a sacking no, on air? No, And I think it is deeply regrettable because, as I said, uh, there was broad support for the work Shun was doing and RT is doing and the board and, and the need for us to get on, get the governance reports in, resolve the issue of financing of RTE and focus on the future. We need to do that. We all recognise that. Um, but also we do have to have... I suppose as a minister, you do have to make sure, you know, you have to have real confidence that you're getting the full picture. And if in a series of okay, of instances that wasn't the case on what is what wasn't a small issue, I fully understood, understood Catherine's concerns. Was it handled badly in your opinion? Could it have been handled, handled I wish better? we hadn't had to handle it. I wish it hadn't. No, no, but, been, but in the way it was handled, no, I don't could, it, could it, it have been better? No, I don't believe it was. I have confidence in, and agreed the way Catherine approached things. Okay, my final question on this is uh, your uh, Minister for Finance, Michael McGrath, said the government is going to make a decision regarding RT's long-term funding position in a period of calm. Now, having seen the last eight months, can you define a period of calm? I hope it comes in, it comes in the coming weeks when we get those governance reports, which are needed. You have to, you know, to, to, maybe, to make that next step, we have to make sure that we have learned the lessons of what went wrong in recent years. And there's a lot of right things in RT. It's not all wrong. There's a lot of good work, st- as, as, as everyone knows, knows being, being done in the organisation. But I think it's right to get those governance reports and then to make the uh, decision on financing. And uh, yes, I think we should do that sooner. Uh, the uh, the uh, sooner the better. That's what I'll be arguing for. Okay, Minister Eamon Ryan, thank you very much indeed. 